Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Bobby Moore and Sir Jeff Hurst The trailer looking at Billy Bones A Paolo Gigano West Ham United We celebrate our victories We stick together in defeat I'm proud of our history West Ham Good evening, good morning, or good afternoon. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast. My name is George. I'm here with Sean. Hello, Sean. Good evening, good morning, or good afternoon, Georgie Orgie. And I'm here with John. Hello, John. Hello. How are you today? I'm wonderful. Excellent. It's a bank holiday Monday. We are here on the bank holiday evening. Very uh, ten, ten to seven. We've only just decided we're doing this at this time, which is yeah. why we haven't put anything up on the Facebook group. Or we decided anything. to make the effort because the season is coming to a close, though, didn't we? We did. And we had a good day out on Saturday. Yeah, we did. And we won and we're all in good spirits, I we think. Are. We had a really good... What was the name of that off-license we were afterwards? Lifestyle Express. You've got to have a bit of fun at the Lifestyle Express. Who needs a pub when you've got the Lifestyle Express? Exactly. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we went up to West Brom on Saturday. We won three 0 smashed them. Do you want to say how much it cost us on our day out? Thanks to George. Uh, well, the trains were twelve pounds return, six pound each way. Not bad. Thank you, Chilton Railways. Two pound forty each way. No, two pound forty return from there to the Hawthorns. Yeah. Thank you, Metro, whatever it was. <laughs> and twenty-five pound match ticket. Twenty-five pound match ticket. Uh, Belgium lager from <laughs> Mark Spencer's on the yeah. way up there. Um, a subway, twelve-inch sub. What was that? Fiver. <laughs> huh? Fiver. Fiver. And uh, two JD and cokes from the off-license for a fiver for two. Two lots, two rounds of that. Yeah, not That's bad for that, was it? In fact, when we went to the Weatherspoons, which was called the Square Peg. £7.85 for a round of three beers. Yep. It's Weatherspoons for you. And the best thing about it... In Birmingham City Centre, yeah. Best thing about it, you could go to the toilet at the station and it didn't cost you nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Made my so day. It's a good day out in Birmingham. Our first time at the Hawthorns and a 3-0 win. Who could want more than that? This doesn't Happy get any better. days. Yeah. So, where do we want to start? Uh, I guess we start with... The first goal, right? It was a slow well, start. Slow start. It was, yeah. Uh, they had a couple of good chances. If they had somebody who could kick it hard and straight Craig in God. towards the goal, Craig they might have missed a couple of chances. They did miss. And um, Antonio saved a great... That was right in front of us, wasn't it? Antonio's sort of... Yeah, I, couldn't, I don't understand how he'd done that, actually. Yeah, it was quite impressive. He cleared it off the line from an effort from Rondon or... Gardner again, I think. Was it? was curling in and he got his toe to it. You probably missed that, Sean. You probably no, on the phone. Why so don't they start with Berrino? 
very iconic. He hasn't been very good this year, has he? Well, it, since his fallout after he asked for a transfer. Well, since the Tottenham thing at the beginning of the season, he, he was supposed to be. They wanted him. He wanted to go. I think they were. His mind's mind's gone. I think they Head's were gone. making a point of not playing him. Yeah. But, but this really is the West Ham podcast, not West Brom podcast. Yeah, true, so. true. Yeah. Uh, it's not a baggage podcast. It didn't exactly make a big difference. He so didn't when he came we, on, did he? We no. would we withstood the uh, initial battering from West Brom. They tried to smash down our back doors, but we weren't having any of that, no. were we? Uh, and then we broke through. We uh, <laughs> we had a corner, ball bounced back out. Winston ran it, won it back well in the middle. And yeah. We got a lucky lucky bounce really. Fell back to Pie who. Lined a lovely cross up for Kiato, who just nodded it in back post. Great yeah. header. Cross the keeper. Kiati's superb. He did have a good game. I, when we did our ratings, I'll play it back to you later on what we did on the train. I thought, when I watched the highlights, I thought we were a bit unkind on Kiati. Well, we gave him a seven, didn't we, or an eight? Yeah, I, we gave him a seven. I think he deserved an eight. Oh. Sorry. Because he got one goal and one assist. Sorry, Kiati, if you're listening. <laughs> he worked. Oh, sorry, I hope you're not. Sorry, Czech. Um, but he worked really hard. I hope he's not too disappointed. Yeah, I think we downgraded him. Very downgraded him. Yeah. Uh, and then about 38 minutes, I said to Sean, go and get a beer, Sean. Yeah. So Sean went down, got beer, came back two minutes later, said, I can't get a beer. Oh, I can't get any. It's too busy. I can't get one. Well, it was. To be fair, if I queued like an Englishman, right, at the back of the queue, it was over 20 deep. But you, right? So... I then went, oh, for <laughs> God's sake, we're not, not having a beer. So I just walked pushed in. around, got, got a beer. Pushed into the side. Oh, no, no, squeezed on, you, in. pushed, you squeezed into the side while everybody else was queuing. Got, got a cider. Yeah, that's another thing, by the way. Hawthorns. Run out of beer. Run out of beer at half-time. You know, did they not know West Ham were coming? How can you run out of beer? Not just beer, they run out of Tetley's, they run out of lager. They just had Summerby cider, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Anyway, whilst we were down there, I was in the queue getting ciders. Uh, we missed our second goal, and it was we Mark did. Noble. Yeah, we've seen it now. Good team goal. Yeah. Good finish. Yeah. What else? John, you saw it in the flesh. Can you can you? Uh, ah, you just elaborate. Yeah. Like I said, it broke down. They broke down the left. Kiati pulled it back to Noble. He missed, sort of miscontrolled it a bit, but managed to squeeze his toe onto it. Second touch and push it past the keeper. Ben Foster didn't move, did he? He no. didn't, did he? I think his sight um, was obstructed. Meanwhile, we were singing the song, when Tottenham fucked it up, when Tottenham fucked it up, we're going to have a party, we're going to have a party, we're going to have a party when Tottenham fucked it up. It's very nice of you, Sean. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying, that's what we were singing in the concourse. I was. Uh, I thought it was quite impressive how they had, uh, had an outdoor area, which they opened up and yeah. everyone. Which was like smoke. a haze of. We went to go out there. It was just like a, a smog of cigarette smoke, wasn't it? They should do that at more grounds. Why? Because you smoke so much. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, we're free troopers of smokers here that that we'd really benefit from that. Or just want to have the sun on your face. We don't smoke. Well, you smoke those pretend things, those sweet, sickly things you get blowing yeah. in your face all day, but. For those who do smoke, save them squeezing in the toilets like they do at the bowling, wouldn't it? I've, we, I've been to a few away games where they've done that, to be fair. Yeah, Reading did that when we went to Reading in the Championship. But yeah, it probably wouldn't make sense to have a smoking area. Is it going to be a smoking area at the Olympic Stadium, Sean? No. No. Interestingly, 
Um, it's quite a lot outside at the Olympic Stadium, and it's like being outside because they've got a full roof on it. <laughs> you won't give it up, will you? Well, in the concourse, there's a big gap. Yeah, so that bloody good freezing. ventilation, mate. It'd be bloody freezing. You mean the Mirinda Stadium, don't you? You don't mean the, 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 Mahindra. Mahindra. the Mahindra. Mahindra Stadium. Yeah? From the Mahindra, Mahindra. to Wembley. Yeah, no, from Stamford Bridge to Mahindra, <laughs> stick your blue flag up, up your Mahindra. Mahindra. <laughs> uh, and then we went slides off the tongue. Right? And then we uh, we were quiet for a little while. We we didn't really trouble them much more, did we? In the second half, do you think? No. Well, no. I thought we got going. I thought the second half was a lot better than the first half. Um, but I don't. I think, by the way, I think they were better they, in the second half. Well, I tell you what, their fans were awful. We were singing just like the Emirates. They they didn't get behind their team at all. Oh, One that's, that's little bit. That's not Tony right. Pullis. That is right. Sean. That is right. No, they sung about once. They One were, they song. were qu- quite vocal at times next to us. They were fine. I, d- I disagree, John. I'm going to ask You know as well as I do, Sean. What do you think? You know as well as I do that unless you're, you're the home team, unless you give them something to cheer about, the home fans don't cheer. You do Whereas agree, you go though. To they were pretty silent. I think they were. Yeah, they weren't. Loud, were they? At times they were quite I loud. think I think we said this. Tony Pullis has done what uh, Sam Allardyce did to West Ham. They don't like him. At best, he's a necessary evil. It's a West Ham podcast, not a West Brom podcast. <laughs> it's not a baggage podcast. I'm just saying, <laughs> Tony Pullis. Tony Pullis. Pullis. Uh, and then we went 3 0 up. What a goal. What was my favourite of the bunch. Oh, it was, far. wasn't it? Right in front of us uh, as well. Sean Again, missed it. It was on his phone. I was not on my phone. I was trying to take a picture of it. By the way, you two got both got pictures of it, but I was trying to get the lock off. And the picture you took from Match of the Day or wherever it was, where I'm looking down at my phone, I was trying to get it the lock off. It wasn't, it's on the West Ham website. Oh, was it? Yeah. Um, I'll put it on the Facebook group so everyone can see that you were just looking at your phone oh, when Martin Noble was in front that? of us. little git. No, I haven't yet, but I will. Uh... Yeah, we again Dimitri Pyre, we're going oh he's been quiet recently, having a quiet game. Set one go up and then you could probably give him an assist for the second one, I think. I think he yeah. had That's a really it. good run, beat two or three players. It was great where he sat someone on his on their ass, didn't he? Picked out Andy Carroll. I think it was James McLean. Picked out Andy Carroll who who bought chipped yeah. in a lovely ball back to Noble and he buried it. And on hindsight, I want to say we should have voted up Dimitri Pyatt as well. I think we gave him a seven. I would. I oh, sorry, Dimitri. Oh, gutted, sorry, sure. Dimitri. So although we gave Mark Noble a nine, I think Kaati and Pyatt should have an eight. So just to correct that, even though we didn't publish them. It doesn't like matter that. at all. Why did we bother doing it? I don't know why. <laughs> why were you banging on about giving it a player rating? What was the point of that? I don't know. It seemed like a good idea at the time on the train back from... Birmingham. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's prob- probably ended up on Claret and Hughes somewhere because everything else we ever spoke about or talked about ended up on there as well, didn't it? Well, funny you should say that because it was a really funny day, wasn't it, from a weather? Because I sent a weather co- forecast to the boys. We didn't know whether to wear shorts or a rain mac. And at one minute it was sunny. <laughs> shorts weren't <laughs> really discussed. <laughs> one minute it was sunny and the next minute it was chucking it down. And it seemed to chuck it down every time we went outside. So when we got off the train at Birmingham Moor Street, it been it rained for the first time in the day. Then when we came out the Witherspoons pub, it rained again. And what happened at the end of the game? It rained, sure. It rained. hammered down. But then and it stopped, didn't Trump. it? 
This is a West Ham podcast, not a weather well, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but the bit I was about <laughs> to link to is our glorious chairman walked all the way round the pitch at the end of the game in the rain without... He said he didn't want to be a wally with a brolly, so he didn't have a brolly. He was getting absolutely soaked and he stood there in the rain applauding the 2,700 fans that stayed there, West Ham fans, and making the hammer sign. A 70-year-old, 79-year-old chairman. And I think, respect. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that totally. But come on, there's a but. Well, the stuff that you said that ended up on the your on your website actually made me feel a little, made me sick in my mouth well, a little bit. I think I was it's slightly. I think my my quotes were slightly embellished. Let's just say it's just all a little bit. You can't can't do anything with you now going to football without it being continuously on the phone or actually reported. It's becoming quite painful. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, Sean, can you please introduce the next part? Well, can I just do the stats? Because I think the stats were quite uh, interesting. Go on then, the stats we need to know. West Ham had the most possession of uh, 59%, right, to 41%. But we only had eight shots and four on target. And West Prom had 15 with five on target. So they should have done a lot better. No. They didn't, though, did they? We had more possession... Yeah, we they had, had lesser shots, but more on target. Uh, well, one less on target. We were better than them. We were better than them. We were better than them. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's not hear from us. Let's hear. Sure, sure. Let's hear what the gaffer had to say. Slovan, West Ham's highest ever Premier League points tally. We're still three games to go. How pleased are you in your first season? Yeah, of course we are pleased. Uh, uh, it's not easy away game. I mean, there are no easy games, of course, but they are. They are physical side. They. They. And they put us under pressure uh, first 20 minutes. I spoke with your colleague. Uh, we were not good. We were not. We were on a back foot, and they they they, they were better. They were. Uh, they played how they played like long balls and reactions, and uh, they had a couple of chances to be fair. But uh, we defended well. The keeper done well, and the whole defense. And then after 25th minute, we. We like started, let's say, started to play really good, and from there, and from that moment, we were not only the goals, but every, of course the goals helped. But uh, we were uh, we were really good. We were good with the ball. We were good without the ball. We were good at pressing. We had like great combinations, uh, team combinations, and uh, it's a great win for us. It's a great win, and to make it like, as you said, like it's a record for West Ham. It, uh, and I said it to the boys. Uh, uh, they should be proud. Still three games to go. We're in a good position and there's no stopping. Yeah, very good position. European football very much on the horizon. And also, I just wonder, what would it do psychologically to finish above the likes of Chelsea and Liverpool, maybe Manchester United, even Arsenal? What would that do for this set of players? Well, still three games have to go. And as I told you, like we are still in a position that we can maybe catch one. But it's, it is, unfortunately, with Manu, it is very open, let's say. But with Arsenal and Man City, they would have, I hope they're going to slip, of course. But uh, let's say it's, uh, it's not very likely. But as I said before the game, uh, we have uh, two or three clubs now, like Liverpool, like Southampton, like uh, even Chelsea. If they win all the games, uh, they might catch us. So, uh, as I said, uh, our target is... Now it's realistic to 
to qualify for Europe. And basically, all that we can do is go game by game and try to win or to get something out of every game. And then, because it's all in our hands, if we are talking about European spot, it's all in our hands. And uh, uh, we have three games, we have uh, two home games. One of them is Man United, like the last game ever to be played at our stadium. It's magnificent. It's going to be a great occasion. And uh, we have a full squad back. Even Pedro Bianchi, we are not expecting some, something like that's going to take him out of the season, the, the, the whole season. So, so uh, we, are, we, are, we are positive, we are confident. That's going to help as well. And uh, we can't wait for uh, our next game. Two goals from open play from Mark Noble yes. today. How important is your captain to this side? He's the most important one. He's the most, he's a captain. He's not uh, only, you have captains and captains, you know, but he is the captain. He's the captain, he likes it, he loves it. He's West Ham boy. And, you know, nowadays you have, because the players are moving, you have the players who, who are becoming captains after one season in the club or whatever because they are, I don't know, best players or... Uh, most charismatic or whatever, but uh, this is the real captain of our team. He's, uh, he's great for me, basically, you know, because he's, he's a coach on the pitch and he's uh, not only a great player, uh, not only a great captain, he's a great player, to be fair. And uh, the whole, the way he played this season is uh, basically, and I'm not, and I'm not talking about uh, giving everything. I'm not talking about uh, pressing. I'm not talking about running. But his 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 skills, his skills are basically, and I see that every day in the training, is really uh, exceptional. It's top level, and he's enjoying. We are enjoying, and he's our most important player, of course. There you go. That is what the gaffer had to say. What do you think, John? Yeah, it's it's very optimistic. The optimism is just flying around the place, isn't it? Flying around, Mark Noble, Mark Noble, King of Optimism. He's he's just he's just been very good, hasn't he? Is he going to the Euros? No, no, he's not. So Mark Noble scored more goals in the last two games four than he scored in the last fifty-seven matches. True fact, by the way. Two penalties. So two from open play. Take away from him. I'm not trying to take him away from him. I can't take it away from him, John. Dimitri Payet is the fourth West Ham player to have 10 assists in a Premier League season. Name the other three. Matt Holmes, Isle Berkovic and Paolo Di Canio. Bloody hell. You're, you're like a, a whiz <laughs> with those. You're absolutely spot on. Only one team in the Premier League has scored more headed goals. Southampton, 14. Yeah, you're right. West Ham got 13. 13. Amazing. Um, what else? Uh, Mark Noble has scored more Premier League goals this season, seven. Than his last two combined of five. <laughs> You're amazing. Thank You're you. You're like the I stat know. man. I'm a stat Anyway, I, w I wanted to say something about Slavin Village. You know, he is a real man it's of the people. He's growing his beard back. He's a man of the people. And we had on Clarence and Hugh uh, a dad come up to us and tell us a story about how he saw a 10-year-old in the crowd at the Hawthorns and he asked whether he could take him into the changing rooms and he took him in the changing rooms and introduced him to the whole team and saw him address the whole team and everything and he didn't do that for publicity his dad told us about this this didn't come from the PR department it didn't come from West Ham this is something he did in private and uh, it just shows the character of the guy 
Uh, and how bit of all the other ten-year-olds that were there, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> Why? Why did you pick that ten-year-old? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but I'd, what I'd a man! I'd be gutted if I was ten and I found out someone else had got him. <laughs> <and I hadn't. laughs> yeah. But what yes, a man. very nice. What a man! Love you, Slav. Yeah, and we love nice, you. Nice to hear for the first time properly from a big group of us singing Super Slav's Cranberry Army. Yeah, that was. Yeah, it was. It was first time since. Alan Pardew. Alan Pardew. It, well, it's good. Pardew. I think there was there was a person next to us kept on singing the Pyatt song all the time, but it, it wears a bit strong, especially when he's not doing very much. I mean, I think he did more in this match than maybe a bit thin. Yeah, I don't know if it wears a bit strong. strong. No. But what yeah. you had another song, didn't you? Where did you get that from? What about, song? Um, Noble. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, where did you I get it? I'm not clear what you're talking about, Sean. You do because you tweeted it out in our or you put it in our. Um, Group and and when we were on Periscope, you sent it out in our WhatsApp group, right? About uh, Roy picking Noble, and, and then you sent it live I on Periscope. I don't remember it. You don't? Uh, I I found it somewhere on Facebook oh on, right, on one okay. of the Facebook groups or something. It wasn't very good. I liked it. So oh, Sean, sing it then. I'm not going to sing it. Oh. Sean, uh, yeah. Tell us the, about the exciting things that are going to happen at the Bowling now. They were coming up well, to the I'll last last Saturday game ever I, I this will, Saturday. I will tell you a bit about that in a minute. Um, did you just know, looking at his phone. Did you know? You're on your phone, Sean. No, because I'm just reading something. Did you know Lucas Neal has been made bankrupt? Yeah, I did. How much did we give him? Sixty grand, two and a half years. Well, I think he made up. about ten million pound with us. Yeah, twenty-one million he earned. And he's lost it all. How? But didn't he invest in some property in America or something? Yeah, you're right. And then um, some Australian football academy or something. Bloody hell, you are really knowledgeable. What? Really what? I I like to think of myself as knowledgeable. Or knowledgeable. Right, I'll tell you what (laughs) I want to discuss now. The running of how many points we've got. So as you know, West Ham face City. uh, uh, um, Sorry, City. Swansea. City <laughs> uh, this weekend. We then we've got Manchester United on Tuesday at home again. And then we've got Stoke away. So, how many points? Nine. There you go. Nine. Easy. Nine. Really? And what, how many points? I'm going to say 59. nine as well. So, that's putting us on 68. Man United, as we know, they drew against Leicester City. So, they got one. They're one point ahead of us on 60. They've got Norwich away. Who are fighting for their lives? They are. West Ham away. Going to lose that. And Bournemouth at home. How many points do you give them from their three? Three. I give them four. Four. I give yeah. them three. Oh, so that will put them on sixty-three. Really? Yeah. Okay. Liverpool. Not worried about Liverpool. Yeah, you're right. Probably Watford at home. Chelsea at home. West Bromwich Albion you, you, you need to be looking above, mate. You need to be looking right. at like, Man City. They got Man City have only got two games left. Right, one of them's Arsenal. Arsenal at home, Swansea Arsenal away. Win. And we've got to pray that they beat Madrid on Wednesday night. Yeah. Because if they get into Champions League final, he's not going to play anyone in any of the league games. Yeah. And if Arsenal beat them... Arsenal could beat them. I mean... So if they, if they only win one more game, what does that put them on? Uh, I don't know. Uh, there's one thing I don't know. I can. Oh, I thought you had it in front of you. That's why you're looking. Yeah, well, I ha- I haven't got what what Man City are on. I, Southampton, I know. I've got. They've got. Southampton are what? They two points behind us. They're t- uh, no, they're, they're more than they're four points behind us. I think. 
They've got Spurs away and Crystal Palace at home. If City only win one more game, it takes us up to 67. Yeah, so if we win all our games... It takes us to 68. 68. So, so we go fourth, yeah? So we want we want to support Arsenal. We need, Arsenal need to beat City. We want to support Man City on Wednesday night. Yeah. We want to support Arsenal against City. And we want to support anyone Man United to play them. So where does that put us? You say 68 points, guys. You say we're going to get all nine 68 points. 68 puts us fourth, Sean. Puts us fourth. Jesus. No. no fourth. fourth. I don't think we get fourth. I think we'd be fifth or sixth. We oh, need um, to win two more games. We need... Six points will guarantee a sixth place. We don't know about seventh place because we've got to rely on Man United winning the FA Cup for seventh place going to Europa. I will take fifth yeah. or sixth. That's I another thing. I didn't think of that. United are in the FA Cup final. Yeah. So they're going to have their one eye on well, that. Well, I got told by someone close to Man United said he's definitely going to be resting. the. Um, he's going to allow a lot of the players that have been injured or haven't played this to play at the West Ham game. Well, must be true. Either way, I'm, I don't I mean fourth, fifth, sixth, happy. You know what I mean? But there is a good chance, there's still a good chance we could finish fourth. I've, uh, I'm not even going to say that. But that would I'll be take fifth or sixth, to be that honest. W- that would be. And I'll I don't tell you think what we're ready for Champions League. I'll, I'll take Europa. I just think Champions League is a step too far, but I'll take, I would t- lovely to take Why You don't have to be ready for Champions League. What, you just lose you know every game and you know get 30 million well, quid. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You've seen, yeah, yeah, true. And you've you seen Everton the have their one little foray into it, didn't they? They got knocked out early. Mm. Tottenham got done, didn't they? They made the group stages, didn't they? They got we through to the knockouts one year, I think. Did they? So we're only two games Lost away. Lost Madrid. Bowling ground. Um, obviously, I went to the under-21s last week and I did an outside broadcast. Hopefully, you listened to that. But tonight, nah, tonight was England versus Germany. Why didn't we go, boys? Because they, looking at the bloody lineup, it was barely. Yes, it looked awful, didn't it? I turned. I turned. It was it another money grabbing adventure. Isn't it, was it not not for a charity? I don't think so. No. no not that I was aware. When I, I think it's just a load of uh, celebrities wanting to yeah, get their last game. Like when it was Jack White all running around and. Russell Howard. What, from Russell Fresh Meat, that guy. Yeah. Russell Howard and Jack White who up from playing for England against who's Michael Ballack. Wh- who's the, um, what's the comedian guy, not going out guy? Lee Mack. Lee Mack. He came on at one point and they scored straight away because he, he was he was literally like running backwards <laughs> and the guy just skinned him. I watched it for 10 minutes and turned it over. I said, mm. I can't watch this. Glad we didn't spend the 20 quid or anything. But it has been announced now uh, Juventus are our first friendly at the Mahindra Stadium. Uh, the we're Mahind- going to go there. Has the Mahindra Stadium been announced? No, it? but they are in the the uh, they are in the winning seat. Let's just say, and no one else is going to come in for a late bid, so it's it's almost definitely going to be announced. Yeah, I agree. Um, we're going, aren't we? We 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 yeah, under I, I gave you my number earlier for you yeah, to book them. I know we've got to the 9th of May, by the way. To before we, we would well, let's not leave it. it too late, eh? No, I know, but I just didn't have a computer over the weekend. So when I found, I thought it was today at five o'clock when I found out it was the ninth, then we've got a little bit more time. So, yeah, let's go to that, shall we? Yeah. Okay. I'm up for that. £30, is that a bit of a rip-off? It's a bit, I'd, I'd like to pay £20, but I can understand why they're being cheeky because it's the first ever game there. 
Yeah, well, it's like you say, Sean, they've got to start squeezing the fans, haven't they, Sean? They, um, I understand. what you, you believe, isn't it? Although I can't go into details, I understand we did really try to get Barcelona and we were really close to getting Barcelona. But we've got Juventus instead and Juventus hasn't come cheap. So we're having to pay, I don't know the exact month, uh, amount of money, but it's probably really close to a seven-figure number. Like well, I mean, quid. every other club squeezes their fans, Sean, don't they? Anyone who wants to be successful needs well to squeeze their fans. Well, they do. John, I know you disagree on this point, but do you know what? Money talks. And I know Leicester's done really well this season, and maybe they're an anomaly. But, you know, money in generally, historically, over the history of the Premier League, money talks. And the more you pay for tickets and the more you get out of fans in retail and, like and I said brands you, and everything else, the better I you do. As I said to you... In Birmingham the other day, in the history of the Premier League, you are correct. But as of the start of this season, financially, it has never been as it is now. And the start of next season is going to flatten everyone. The actual finances squeezed out of the the fan base really don't make that much of a difference to the bottom line. Here's the issue, right? Yes, there's new TV money. But all 20 clubs get it, including Absolutely. the free people who go down. All right? No, so that's what I'm saying. Everybody gets the same. You can't go, oh, we've all got the same money. It, it just goes on more, the, more wages. for um, the, the ability to squeeze out another two or three million pounds from your fans is a big difference to your fans. But to, oh, a, yeah, a, I agree to a club... An extra two or three oh, yeah, million no, pounds no, over you're the season. You're absolutely right. No, if we squeeze stuff out, we've got to squeeze, be squeezing 20 or 30 million <laughs> out of fans, not two or three. Well, that makes no difference at all. You're right. If we squeeze out money, we need to be squeezing out lots of money, not just So that's why you agree to the 30, you think it's a good idea that there's a 30% increase in buying your tickets online. So I don't agree with that. Um, what well, you they did would to say, me when I said that's run out of order, you said. Well, the, the booking fee for Ticketmaster's gone up to £1.95 from £1.50, which is a 30% increase if you use the phone. But who would use a phone? Because that premium number's still there. So why not just use the internet, like any decent person, uh, because the booking fee's still a pound? But sometimes you're not able to get on the computer. You just get to a phone and make a phone call. Oh, some people that. prefer speaking to well, someone. Well, then they've got to pay the 30% increase. Well, there you go. But Ticketmaster is supposed to be giving a better service, better website, better phone lines, more phone lines. I haven't used it yet. Is it good? And Yeah, I haven't had a problem with it. And, you know, at the end of the day, that's all the money they get, by the way. People think they get a commission on the ticket. No, they don't. The £1 booking fee goes straight to Ticketmaster. That's how it works. The £1.95 for making a telephone one goes straight to Ticketmaster. That's how Ticketmaster get paid. West Ham get the full amount of the ticket there. And that's why there's a separate booking fee. People sometimes, I think, think, oh, well, West Ham are just trying to make extra money. That's how it works. Because they, they don't do the ticket. No one runs their own ticketing systems and websites and bo- box offices anymore. Well, no, they don't go. need to. No. So uh, to answer your <coughs> question earlier about the bowling ground uh, celebrations... So Saturday, basically, this Saturday is the last Saturday game. Yeah, and there's nothing ever. There's nothing at the happening. There's nothing happening. It's just a normal Saturday. Just a normal Saturday. Normal Saturday, yeah. It's not really, though, is it? It's the now, last ever Saturday. What I can reveal is on that Saturday, there was going to be a two-and-a-half-hour celebration show after the final whistle. That would have been good, wouldn't it? Yeah. I mean, that would have been really good. 
But so now, right now it'd be five, now, five-ish, then half, seven, eight, yeah. out of there, a few beers, uh, back, you know. But now it's time. not. Now it's not. Now the last Now it's an hour. So the celebrations have been reduced from a two and a half hour show down to an hour show because negotiation with the police, etc. There's a hard 11 finish, which means everybody has to be out the ground. They've agreed with the police by 11 o'clock, I guess, with public transport and everything else. So I'll, I'll look Licenses. forward to a couple of songs and a few fireworks. 350 West Ham players have been invited and around 60 or 80 uh, will be turning up. 60 confirmed, another 20 they're, they're waiting for. And I also understand, well, we know because it's not a secret, uh, the headline before kickoff, the headline act, it's not Iron Maiden, uh, it's not One Direction, it's not Prince, it's not Michael Jackson, it's a Cockney Rejects singing Goodbye Upton Park. Maybe even a cameo appearance of um, I'm Forever Blowing Bubbles, the punk version. What about Chesney Hawks? He's not getting a look in. <laughs> Chesney Hawks was invited, by the way. Don't you laugh. Chesney Hawks I'm was invited. Chesney Hawks was invited and turned us down. That's a true story. The thing with Chesney him, Hawks. The thing with him, though, is that he's the one and only. So. Yeah. So he, he was invited and he's, he was too busy. He was washing his hair that night. So Chesney Hawks will not be headlining. He's oh. not a support for the... For the uh, well, it sounds like it's going to be exciting and intriguing. I can't wait. I have been asked by the club not to reveal uh, what's going on after the game because they don't want to spoil the wow factor. Cool. Um, well, let's our, not spoil it. All I'll anyone. say is <laughs> they need a lot of wow factor. Let's, let's not spoil let's it. Let's not anyone. spoil it. Because yeah. it's bound to be show-stopping and incredible to watch. Yeah. They'll probably stick with us for the rest of our lives. Yeah, they do really, really. They've got a lot going on on the pitch afterwards. So they do say. Uh, we've just been watching the Burnley match with a great big pitch invasion. They will be putting on three times as many stewards and police to stop a pitch invasion. Good the luck. stewards also will be checking pe- um, under people's coats <gasps> to make sure they don't walk away with their seats as well because, as you know, they want to sell them for £70. Pounds, and so they should, which is they should be able to squeeze which as is much their money. cost price of what it costs to undo the seats and catalogue them. Is it? Apparently. Really? Yeah. How do you get that job? I'd like to. I'd like to put myself forward for the actual job of dismantling <laughs> them seats seventy and quid charging them the seventy quid it costs to do it. it. And put it in a bag. I, I, I could do that. Yeah. Yeah. And I could get enough people. You get the around. upper and the lower. It's not just taking the bottom seat. Mate, I'd I'd stay there for a whole week without sleep anyway, for seventy quid. That, a seat. that came. Although they say the the price hasn't been set yet, that is the price they gave at a bondholder meeting last week. Well, sounds like a bargain to me. So before so we before we move on, I mean, squeeze any money what, out they can from what the is fans. I just because we're we're getting really close to it. What is your memory of the bowling ground? Each of you, I think we should just do it. What is going to be your memory? And what there's is, a what thing on tonight actually. Yeah, on BT Sport. BT Sport ten o'clock. Yeah, which is a thing like a farewell bowling thing. Yeah, and I see Sky the, are doing one by the way. I see the trailer. Yeah, I haven't seen that one, but I saw the trailer on Twitter, and when I watched it. I actually felt a bit sad, to be fair. So my overwhelming memory will be I'm gutted, absolutely no, gutted. No, but what, what is your memory? What is something that stands out from your all the time you've been at the bowling? Oh. It's just atmospheric and, you know. I remember I remember watching in one of the playoffs with Pardew when they come out with the trumpeters. Hmm. I remember not being able to stand on the floor when we were younger in the South Bank when... People were moving about and your feet was off the ground. 
you had to go with him if you wanted to or not. Well, that's that's probably my you memories. Know, when I'd you know the the old South Bank, you know we used to and I and I put it in the program make a three hour journey, two buses, a tube district line for the length of it. We never even had a ticket. None of this. Um, you know, ticket master. booking or <laughs> Ticketmaster. We turned up with a fiver, didn't we? And we just quid, we no, it was a fiver, and we paid a fiver on the turnstile to get in. And this was even in 1986 when we had that great. We still paid um, money to you know just cash on the turnstile. We never had a season ticket. We never bought tickets in advance. We just got in. I just ge- genuinely, I'm totally gutted about it, and I know everyone sort of optimistic and it's going to be great and it's going to be that but it will be emotional to leave there without a doubt you know it's just um, never especially when I see all that new that new cartoon badge we got with London underneath London. it it's the London bit of that that's the the, the West Ham United London t- it, the, the whole thing bit. is like starting afresh for me and I'll it will be different I'm not going to argue with you tonight right because no, it's a bit emotional about leaving it's the not West starting there. afresh you can't it, it starting it afresh is, it is it is a new well it is West Ham United it's like London. when we moved from the, the memorial grounds right if John had been around he'd be going oh I don't want to leave the memorial grounds you know <laughs> there's a great big oh, I like the running track around it and what, we're not going to have a cycle track at the new ground at the bowling ground he'd be saying in 1904 I really miss that cycle track it won't <laughs> be the same <laughs> I'm just saying <laughs> You really think? And when we left Hermit Road, you'd be going, oh, it won't be the same with this. Have you just done a tour with Nigel? (laughs) We're not going to have this Tinder track. Oh, it won't be the same without Tinder, will it? You know, we can't play without... Your life life would have been... Sorry, not Tinder. (laughs) Cinder track. Cinder track. Cinder. (laughs) What a faux pas that was. Sorry, Cinder track. Uh, By now, (laughs) Nigel is roaring with laughter, I'm sure. Um... (laughs) But well George, you're the new, you're one of the new generation, um, you know, in your twenties. What, what, what do you remember about the bowling? What will you miss about the bowling ground? Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, uh, what, 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 what will we not get at the new place? You don't know until we're there. Yeah, but I know. But there, there must have been something that is dear to your heart. You know, what, I don't a know. memory, a sporting memory. Well, either a sporting memory or something. Uh, I will miss not getting pizza at Greengate, or I haven't done that for or, a while. Um, I will miss not, I don't know, the, 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 the floodlights and being right on top of the pitch and running down. Yeah, well, you know, exactly. th- they're the kind of memories that, that, that maybe. Second one would probably be more than the pizza, to be honest. I won't miss queuing <laughs> up for um, beer, <laughs> right? Pizza was when he was twelve or whatever. He used to get the pizza while we sat. I'm, I'm not going to miss the toilets or the queues on um, Upton Park. You know, there are certain things you think, well, do you know what, yeah, but part of this is a yeah, But the thing hole. is, we've perfected our day out yeah, there, haven't we? we? And we've that's what got over, we, we never suffered the, the journeys and the whatever, because we used to plan it as our day out and work our way around it. It was just, you know, every, every negative that people say about the bowling, that, that hasn't been a major negative in my experience of going there. I'll miss the fact that it's a perfect day out and that we've made it that way and that's why we've been going for so many years. Yeah. So we've just got to find our new perfect day out Correct. at the new stadium. It's changed. It will never be the bowling ground. It will be different. And I think we will make our own atmosphere. We'll make our own new stadium, which will be different and will be glorious in its own way. And in time, we will we will love it. Or I hope so. Or, or we're crash and burn. Be, or it'll be 
so or it will be like the Emirates, and it will turn into so a soulless, soulless and, and do you know what? So whatever. If that's right, you can say you can play this clip back. I told you, know, you Sean. So. I, know, I told you so. I want to say I told you so. That's the last thing I want to do. That's exactly that's what exactly why I bought my ticket for the new one. It's because I agreed with George. We've been going for so long. I can't say I don't want to go. It's going to be horrible without going there and experiencing the it. The old adage is, life is what you make of it. And I'm going to say... The old allergies. The old adage. The right. saying. <laughs> life is what you make it. I'm explaining to you what adage uh, is. So, you know... It's a saying. It's only in our 50,000 season ticket holders. It's in our hands what we make of this new stadium. Because the stadium's done its job. Right, the taxpayers so paid £272 million, giving us a wonderful stadium, okay. the wonderful roof. It's now up to West Ham fans, 50,000 season ticket holders, to create the atmosphere, so to be the Sean, 12th man, to make Sean, it sound we, like amazing. Will we, as opposed to West Ham, who at the moment at the Bowling, just basically, like they do at quite a few grounds, not just at our ground, but most of the grounds you can go to, will... Will the Olympic Stadium operating company allow West Ham fans to stand up? Well, that's an interesting question. By default, Whereas no. West Ham do, they turn a blind eye, right? They do at West Brom and where they do it everywhere you well, go. But you know what? There's a at whole the end, end of, the day, of grounds that people have stood up. Away fans aren't going to sit down. And I think certain sections, including our section, will be allowed to stand up, right? Because I think that's where the designated, uh, the, the new Chamf Corner. Where we are, we'll be allowed to stand I up. I would sure I they think would like you to, to yeah, create an atmosphere. Yeah, but will I think everywhere the new else operators will be told to sit down. Will the new operators of the stadium they will. allow us to? I think they will. Who knows? By the way, 75% of the stewards have to come from the borough of Newham now. That's part in the contract as well. But we will see very soon. We because will. we've got we one will. game, two games left. So, uh, back to uh, the immediate future. Yeah. Before we sign off yeah. for the podcast, Swansea at home. Yeah. Are we going to win? Last Saturday game. Well, he's already said, because you both said we're going to get nine points, so we've got to win. All right, I'm going 3-0 then. I'm going 2-0. Uh, well, if you've gone 3-0, 2-0, I'll go 1-0. Although, it's it's a long time since we've won 1-0. We do seem to cane it, don't we? I'll go 4-0. Yeah? Yeah. That's more like Three. it. Three. Uh, and then United, I guess we probably do a recording or something there, given it's the last ever game. Are right? we not going to have the Monday beforehand? Well, it's the Monday, then it's the Tuesday, isn't it? I'm just thinking our general life. Or is it? So Saturday is the 7th, and then Tuesday is the 10th. Yeah. So unless you want to go to football on the Saturday, then podcast on a Monday, and then do another... Yeah, and then we'll we meet the, the next following Monday the for our last Monday, podcast yeah. of the season. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. then we've got... Um, Stoke. Stoke. So we'd meet after Stoke. Yeah, we'll just do the normal Monday and then... Anyway, we shouldn't probably have a anyway. planning meeting on air yeah. <laughs> of our schedule. We're going to beat Man U. Yeah, I think we are. We are going to beat Man U. I'm not so sure. I, I've got to stand for a draw. We're going to beat them. I think, well, I think, we'll I think they've still got something in their locker. It's a game of inches. They're know. in the FA Cup final. Yeah, I hope you're right. I want Europe. Um, the, the main thing I want, and I said it earlier, is Europa League. We got a little taste of it last season. Let's get another little taste of it at the group level, and that's and and that will give us the opportunity to really not just put the kids out, but really go for it this time, win the Europa League, and that will get us a place, a a Champions League place. Great, sure. 
Well done. Thank you for listening to the podcast. What about the strikers we're linked with? What do you want to know? Ask me some questions. I'll tell you no lies. What's his name from Lille? Lanzit. Lacazette. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Or Lanzit, if you want to just make a name up. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's one of our targets. He's one of our targets, and he's 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 one of our major targets. And but um, he's also wanted by Tottenham. He is, and a number of people. So yeah, I mean, he, we would love to get him, but you know, it, it, we're not a one-trick pony. W- there's probably about half a, half a dozen names. Are we um, going to get any little uh, sort of surprises? Well, the only thing I could tell Sullivan you, Sullivan keeps putting stuff up. Um, is we are definitely want a right back. We think, and no disrespect to Sam Byron, disappointed with but, that. Um, Sam Byron is one for the future, but we think we need a bit more cover in right back. Um, so there's more. So we're gonna have a uh, we're gonna spend some money on a right back as well. Disappointed with that. I think he's got it about him. But there you yeah, go. Yeah, but but you need more than one right back, and Antonio isn't it, and Tompkins isn't it. So. We're going to have two right-backs and they can compete for their place. And if Sam Byron's a better one, then he'll get his his position. Yeah? Okay. Yeah? Thank yeah. you, Sean. Yeah? All right. I think we're Sean. done, aren't we? Thank you for listening to Wanderers Podcast. Podcast. Uh, we'll be back next week, it seems. Yeah. Monday night. Uh, my name's George. I've been George. Sean has been. Sean? John has been. Looking forward. Aww. To a day without Sean at Swansea on his phone. Without spending all day with Sean at football. Half concentrating Looking on what's actually going on the game. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, you irons. Come on, Come on you irons. Bye. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.